All right, so uh, with further ado, welcome to Nothing But Time, uh, a new podcast started by myself, Miles Fowler, and my good friend, Wilson Haynes. Hey, going, what's up? Good to be here. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, well, I guess first things first, like, how's your day going? How you been? How you doing through all this uh, quarantine and pandemic stuff? Uh, pretty good. Today was a, it's been busier than most. I, uh, I shot a video this morning. Um... And then I was just editing it before we jumped on this. It's like a, it's a little edit I did of my friend. He's like a surf photographer. Um, I was uh, using a drone, using like the gimbal. Then I was shooting in the water too. So there was a, it was a lot involved, but it's cool. And I think it turned out um, pretty well. So I'm excited to release that soon. Um, yeah, did you, uh, did you get a new drone? Yeah, so I got a new drone because um, I crashed the other one. It's at the bottom of the St. John's River, so if anyone ever finds one, it's a Mavic, uh, let me yeah, know. Uh, rumor, rumor has it the, uh, the U.S. Navy shot it out of the sky. That's, that's what I heard happened. Dude, I, I 100% think that's, think that's what happened because we were probably like 100 yards away from the naval base, and all of a sudden I fly it up, and it's like it has a mind of its own, and it pulls itself under the water, and... I about I jump in like I go full Navy SEAL I strip down I jump in and it just sucks on you like I <laughs> before I jumped in I, I literally thought oh this is sick I'm gonna be a Navy SEAL and go get this thing um but I jump in it goes away it disappears and I, I get back in the boat and I see jellyfish and I'm like yep not going back in after that um so that's I had a, to that's a no bueno yeah I had to tell my dad that I uh lost his drone um wasn't really mine that's, to lose. That's a hundred percent the story I, I, I would tell people. It's like, oh yeah, we were near the naval base and then yeah. all of a sudden like, it just went out of the sky. Yeah, I, I, I would roll with that. Yeah, in a couple of years, I'm just going to be like, yeah, they shot it down. One hundred percent. I tell your kids that one day. Yeah. Um, but so I got oh, a new... Like... Go ahead, my oh, I was going to say, I just got the new one. Um, it's pretty solid. I'm still anxious like flying it over water. But uh, other than that, it's not too bad. Yeah, so uh, why tell the people why you're getting into uh, shooting videos and stuff now? Because like I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure you're you're pretty world famous for your uh, photography. Now, now getting open to, to the realm of video, the world, the world better watch out. Uh, <laughs> um, well, I've always done photos. So I've for like three or four years now, just stills, and I've been trying to do more conservation work because um, I think that's really important, and that's something I I like to do. And a company that I wanted to do work for, they wanted to see if I was capable of making a video. So every week I've been trying to make a video for the past four or five weeks and uh, just try to work on my videography skills because I'm hoping to get a job with like them working as like a videographer and content creator. Because it's actually funny, the, the businesses, they don't really care as much about photography anymore. It's more about like making videos and telling stories. So that's like a skill I've been really trying to develop these past few weeks. Um, it's a pain. Yeah. It's hard. Like it's so much harder than editing a, a picture. Oh um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I mean, like, I'm sure you'll get the hang of it pretty quickly, though. Thanks. I um, hope so. But yeah, but I mean, so I guess like, um, I mean, from from my perspective, I, I would think like life for you during the past few months hasn't been that much out of the ordinary, has it? Oh, no, honestly, like. Like, I've been kind of thriving in this pandemic. Because, like, bad as that is, because there's a lot of people who are really struggling, but my life has not changed a whole lot. Just because, like, 
also since i go to college i don't go out of state so like where i live like out here at the beach like i don't have i didn't have to like leave and like try to like come have to live with my parents or anything like that so that's been i've been really grateful for that and um i had a had like a virtual job all summer and then i was able to find work recently um and i'm able to walk to work which is convenient so it hasn't been too bad like i can't i honestly cannot complain um and now we're doing this so yeah <laughs> yeah just out of the blue yeah I yeah that text hey man we should start a podcast like oh 100 <laughs> sure. let's do it well because we've talked about it before because we'll, we'll have these like hour-long conversations like oh man like some of the stuff we say is really interesting i mean to us and like funny <laughs> like, we we think we're funny yeah <laughs> maybe there's like three people that'll listen to this and yeah. yeah i asked caitlin um for those who don't know my girlfriend i was like oh are you gonna listen to this she's like yeah i'm gonna listen to it i was like really and she's like yeah i will i was like all right you'll be one of our subscribers um yeah we'll have to congratulate her she's, she's the first name drop out of this podcast <laughs> oh yeah there <laughs> Shout out to Caitlin. <laughs> um, she's gonna hate that, but, but uh, so, I guess like like she'll she'll listen. Um, maybe her sister will listen. Yeah. Um, and then like I'm sure like my parents will give it a good listen. Yeah, I think um, I think my like, parents that's, like, will. Four people right off the bat. Oh, your parents. Too, yeah, my six. So yeah, we're rolling. I think that's fine. I think that's good. Um, yeah. I uh, hopefully they they don't walk away from it and are like Wilson, you you sound so stupid on there. Like, what were you thinking? Yeah. Um, why would you record that? But. I don't know. We'll give. We we'll see what we got. Give it a go. Um, oh yeah, I'm definitely. I'm definitely thankful for. Um, like, I think one one thing about this pandemic is like being being isolated and stuff is having these like random phone calls or like Facetimes yeah. like with, with my friends that just like seem to like take up like an hour or an hour and a half. And yeah. You are definitely one of the top culprits of just calling me, and it'll start off with a with a simple question, and then next thing I, I know, we've talked for an hour and a half. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I'm just around the house, just mindlessly doing like random tasks, like while talking on the phone. Yeah, no, like in in before all of this, I feel like we might not have had as much time to d- enjoy like little moments because, especially with like going to school and actually going to class, like there's so much time involved. Like, I don't know for you, like at Queens, but for like me, like driving to class and parking, walking, like all that stuff adds up and like once this started and the school year started I really noticed how much time like I have on my hands and sometimes how much time is wasted just by going to an actual classroom versus having like a, a Zoom call um for class. Yeah, that's a uh, that's a really good segue into the name of the podcast. I, I don't yeah. know if anyone picked up in the beginning, but it's we decided to call it nothing but time because uh <laughs> we kinda realized, oh, we're just sitting around our, our places and we yeah. kind of have nothing nothing but time to yeah. start this, this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty ingenious thing. Like I, I think in the span of an hour we had decided to have a podcast. Right. We had we had zero like we just didn't know about all the equipment and stuff we would need. None. And and then within an hour we had a name and a logo and you were just all in like ready ready to go like full gas. <laughs> Dude uh, I was designing this logo at work. I hope he's not busy. <laughs> no. Like, customers are coming in and you're like, hang on one second. I got to this logo. <laughs> Dude, I'm like doing it on my phone, which is not, it does not work. I had to come home and do it on the actual computer. But yeah, so those who don't know, I, I work at a, I work retail. Um, 
just uh, I, I work part time, but yeah, it hasn't been too busy, luckily. So I was able to I was able to sit down <laughs> and work on a logo, um, and I'm excited how it turned out. I think it's cool. I think it's a pretty simple design, and it gets the point across. So, um, oh yeah, I think it's I think it's gonna go far. For yeah, sure. um, yeah. How how big do you think this thing's gonna get? This podcast of ours. I I have no idea. I mean, it's a pretty it's a pretty saturated yeah market. I guess yeah. everybody and and their brother has a podcast these sure. days. Sure, and, and we we honestly have no idea where where we're gonna take this. We might do three episodes and be done, or we might get to three hundred and be thriving. I I have I have no idea, but it's it's just all for for uh, shits and giggles, as yeah. they say. Um, and uh, I guess another good thing about the name is people that actually listen to us. I hope they have nothing but time to listen to <laughs> yeah. us. Yeah, because I I guarantee you they're not gonna be like learning a whole lot. <laughs> Maybe, some, yeah. Some cool, some cool fun facts. I actually, actually, every time I get the idea of like a little segment or something we can have on the show, I, I put it in my notes. So maybe in a little bit, I'll, I'll kind of read off. Oh yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Some, some of the things I, I think we should do, and I definitely think anybody that's listening to this, um, I mean, it's, it's probably going to be family and friends at first, but yeah, we're we're a hundred percent down for any suggestions anyone has. As oh yeah. Storytelling. I think we're both pretty good at telling stories, right. or just questions, or just like stupid topics you want, like just the two of us to talk about. I don't know. We're, I mean, we're pretty open to anything and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like we said, we have nothing but time. So. Yeah. And like everyone's been asking me, like, "Oh, what are you going to talk about?" I was like, "I was like, oh, I don't know that. I don't know yet." And they're like, "Oh, you better figure that out." I was like, "Yeah, but like, it may take a little while to figure that out. Like, that doesn't have to be like realized like the first episode or the second or even the third. Like." that's something you kind of have to develop as you do this because this is so different than anything we've done. Um, so I think that's just something you work at and find your niche. Cause I think that is important to find a niche, um, with like anything that you do and that can like help you be more successful. But I think, I think we'll get there. Well, I mean, it's also like a good representation of where we are in our lives, right? Like yeah. You're, we're both pretty young and at the point yeah. where you know, we're trying to figure out, what we're going to talk about for the rest of our lives, you know? Yeah, just, yeah. Just on a, a podcast that <laughs> we're starting, but also just what's our niche going to be for our careers for the rest of our lives and, and what we're going to do in the future and stuff. So I guess, you know, something like this will be cool to look back on one day, and if we continue to do this, it'll be like, wow, look how far we've come or and look where we were, and we'll slowly get to see ourselves adapt yeah. and, and grow and, you know, live life over time, which I, I think is pretty cool. I, I, it's going to be... We're blessed that we live in a time where we can, you know, video ourselves, yeah. record ourselves, yeah. upload it super simply, and we're gonna have it to look back, uh, hopefully, you know, forever. Granted, the world doesn't end in like ten years, or we go to the civil war and stuff, <laughs> you know. But you know, that's that's another. <laughs> that's another episode. <laughs> it's, like, it's like two more episodes where you know maybe we'll get political. I don't know. I hope I hope not. But you know. November fourth, we might. November <laughs> fourth. Uh, <laughs> oh my god that'd be hilarious yeah we should get like id badges and just like something like we're the press um fake, fake press yeah dude i have friends who uh carson yeah another name drop but he's done that before i think to get into like photo stuff um like events and whatnot he's made fake id badges yeah, that sounds uh, that sounds pretty illegal. We probably shouldn't um, 
Probably shouldn't. And, and talk about that in the same sentence. I don't know. I need to, I need to edit that out. Oops. <laughs> put a beep over his name or something like that. Yeah, yeah, let's put a bunch of beeps in. Act like we're cussing up a storm. <laughs> um, but uh, back to your point, yeah, like I think we, we lit, we're very lucky and fortunate to live in a time where we have such an easy access to this. Like this is such an easy market to break into. Um, and like our parents didn't have this and their parents, but like we have grown up with it. And I think that since it is available to us, we should take advantage of that. And, you know, why not try to do everything and be on every platform? I think like after doing this, I'll be on like Instagram, YouTube, Spotify. Um, and someone mentioned a blog. I was like, all right, I got to, I got to get that started too. Oh, tick- and we gotta, we gotta go viral on TikTok for sure. Like, oh yeah. Stuff that's so out of pocket that it makes people laugh, and then that's how we'll get a bunch of followers. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the move. I I want to see I want to see our two faces up on like Good Morning America with like some one liners, and they're just like all oh, these guys. Oh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> that, that can be that can be a, a segment we do. Yeah. Um, like one liners or like pickup lines or like stupid dad jokes or knock knock jokes. Yeah. Some, something like that. I just can't wait to get to the point where we have uh, advertisements and like sponsors. You know, like this, uh, this. <laughs> for, for the first ten minutes, we're just reading off sponsors. Oh yeah, this one. Well, I guess like this first podcast sponsored brought to you by my mom and dad. Yeah, my yeah. This is uh, sponsored by my mom and dad too. So uh, shout out to the fam. For, yeah. Uh, making making this an opportunity and making it happen for us. They Mark, both gave us microphones. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, the, uh, the laptop's pretty nice. Uh, the, yeah. the roof over my head's pretty nice. The air conditioning. Yeah. Um, the food I had for this. Um, yeah. Coffee. Thanks, shout Mom and Dad. To, yeah, shout out to Mom and Dad. Yeah. Hey, hey, question. Did you do any uh, vocal exercises before this? No, I didn't. Do it. Should I have? Do I sound like kind of raspy? You should have, yeah. <clears throat> do <Dove. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> Um. I was wondering about that. I was like, oh, man, like, what if I have, like, a voice crack? I was like, I was telling Caitlin, I was like, yeah, like, you know, that my, I uh, don't, don't want to have a voice crack on air. And she's like, on air? Really? Did you just say that? I was like, yeah, I'm going to get technical. Yeah, we're, we're live. We're on air. The, the red light is on. I'm thinking about getting one of those lights that, that flashes, like, up there. I'm going to take down the smoke detector. The smoke detector is not necessary. And I'm just going to – yeah, please. Um, I know if there's smoke in the building. Um, and I'm going to put one of those lights up there. Dude, speaking of smoke detectors, I woke up in the middle of the night. It was probably it was a little after midnight, probably yeah. you know, a few like last week, and our smoke alarms are just blaring and going off. And it's like you know when you wake up out of a deep sleep and you just get that like adrenaline rush, you're like in shock. Yeah, you're like in war. Like what the heck is going on? It, it brought back flashbacks uh, from college when when the smoke like alarms would always go off. Always, like, dude. Oh. It, and then we get my mom comes in my room like help 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 and I'm like what do you want me to do like I don't know. I'm burning down I'm like call call the fire department don't call me and, <laughs> I wasn't trained for this but then so it's like it's it's probably twelve fifteen and my sister like, we get a text in the family group chat for my sister being like my bad <laughs> she's like she's taking a bath at midnight with a candle <laughs> and that's that's what it is <laughs> She's texting us saying, "Why are you? Why are you guys flipping out?" And, and I'm like, "Dude, if the smoke, every smoke alarm in the house is going off, 
you can't just send out a text. Oh my bad. <laughs> I calm down. Every if every smoke alarm is going off, like, that sounds serious. <laughs> don't be texting me. Oh my bad. Like is the house on fire? Like do I smell smoke? I don't know. Just, How yeah. big was this candle? Dude, I don't know. Bro. This is just like a regular like Yankee candle. I don't yeah. Know. Hey, do you do you take baths? No, no. Actually, that's one of my uh, probably. There's like there's two really weird fears I have in my life, like two two phobias I would say. Oh, one let's hear them. Act, one of them is actually bathtubs. No way. So I, I've been a shower guy. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you my fear after I hear these. Okay, so 95% of my life, I I do not like bathtubs. It, I, I I can't explain why. It's just like when I sit down in one, I just like I get like the heebie-jeebies. It like freaks me What? Out. Um, yeah, yeah, and the other one, so I, I think, I think they're kind of related, but my, my family knows all about this one, but you know how, when you go into, um, kind of a, an older restaurant, and they have, um, leather, I think it's leather, I, I don't know, like, the exact material, but, like, leather or, like, plastic booths that have, like, rips in them, yeah. like, like, they're cracked, that freaks me out as well, so, you know, now that I'm, I'm older and I can realize how irrational this fear is, you know, yeah. I can suck up and, and sit down in a booth like that now and kind of like, it still, it still bothers me like in the back of my head, but I can, I can get over it and just kind of get lost at like the conversation or the meal and forget about it. But when, when I was little, I used to freak out. I, I would switch around chairs. I, I wouldn't sit in that same spot or I would like, you know, um, you can sit uh, like on your leg. I don't know if you ever did that like in elementary school where you would like, it's like kind of like half. Chris yeah. Sauce yeah. I, I would do that all the time. So it would be my shoe touching the chair as opposed to sure. Yeah. Uh, Your butt. Yeah, my actual like body, <laughs> my legs. It would, just, it would just freak me out. I, I have no idea where that came from. Or That's weird. That is weird. I know it's really weird. No you would never guess that about me. <laughs> no, my my fear is so much more rational than yours. Oh my god. <laughs> No, I, I wouldn't even call those like fears. It's just like things that just freak me out or give me like the Dang. That's so funny. All right, all right. Let me tell you mine. My uh, my fear is being in the bathroom, like on the toilet, when there's a fire alarm going off. <laughs> so your your midnight like fire alarm was half of my biggest fear. It, no, it, it's funny you say that because the first thing I did. Like when when I woke up in that state of shock, I, I went pee. Like first things first, like I, I so went to my fire bed. alarms blaring, chaos in the house, and you're peeing. Yeah, because it's like okay, if, if the house is burning down, this could be a long night. Like I'm going to be in the right. I don't want to be saving anybody having to pee, right? Like I don't want to like. Like, if I'm out in the yard and the house is burning down and I'm like, oh, man, I forgot the dog. I got to run back in the house to save the dog. I don't want to have to pee during that. You know, I don't want to be thinking about it. You're, so you're planning for the night. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I was thinking with the fire alarm, went off, I was thinking long term, right? I wasn't thinking, oh, there's a fire going on get out of the house. I'm thinking, oh, long term, it's going to be a long night. I'm going to go ahead and relieve myself, you know, by peeing. You're like a Boy like, Scout, always prepared. It's like my, it's like my instinct. But, I, but, it, but it comes from... Um, in, in college, right? Remember, remember the the dorm I used to stay in. Yeah. And it was like it was like apartment styles, and they had the the two kitchens um, on the floors, and people burnt stuff all the time. So right. The fire alarm always go off, and and like you always kind of knew it was just because somebody didn't know how to cook or they burnt something. Sure. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, we're gonna have to walk down seven flights of stairs and go outside and wait. So you might as well just you know it's going off. Yeah. Go ahead, go pee. Like turn. Do your business. Off. Yeah. Get comfortable, grab a jacket, you know, take your take your sweet time. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's, that's 
seen where I came from. <laughs> you, you know what's going to happen, though? You're going to be in a building or a scenario where it is on fire. Like, it is coming down. In, where it's like, where's Miles? Like, he's doing his business. <laughs> yeah, dude, for sure. For sure. I'll be the last man out. Oh, my. I'll be comfortable. Who's laughing now? We'll be outside for like two hours. People have to go. Yeah. Now? Yeah, you'll be able to hang out the longest outside. Oh, 100%. I'll be good. Dude, I am... Um, so you've never been here, but this is a borderline studio apartment. The only reason it's not technically a studio apartment is because it has like walls that kind of block off the rooms, but it's the size that a studio apartment would be. And I don't think it's properly ventilated. Like, I don't think it's up to code. So when we like make anything, like something that smokes a lot, like a pancake or something, I, I said it like, pancake. yeah, we so make it smokes a lot of pancake. <laughs> yeah, maybe we're doing something wrong, but like, when we make we make pancakes there's a lot of smoke and every time before i have to take down three fire alarms and like put them in a room close the door and like only then is when we're okay but if i don't take them down all the alarms go off is there is there like a vent over your stove yeah and we turn the fan on and everything and like it doesn't help that's weird is your, is your stove like clean is like your is all your utensils well we, we we uh we make the pancakes on one of those like skillets that like plugs into the wall okay yeah and, like, I think it's clean, but, like, I don't know. Maybe not enough. You might need to scrub it. I don't know. I mean, I, I really don't know anything about that. Yeah. Like, I'm just I'm talking out of nonsense here. I don't know. Yeah. I, dude, I, I love pancakes, though. I, I, I do, too. But I, I always get the uh, – I never make them from scratch. I always – I just get, you know, like, the the ones that are, like, frozen. Not like – they're not Eggo or anything. But it yeah, yeah. This plastic wrap, and there's, like, 24 of them. That's what I get. Just pop them in the microwave, and they're good. Yeah. It's probably not the best for you, but – No. You no, know, but you, – you when you do what I do, and like I have a pretty weak stomach, so I just need like simple carbs on my stomach that aren't gonna have any fiber in them, and it's gonna ruin me, you know. Dude, the funniest story about your stomach to me is that your breakfast in college, in undergrad, when you in the morning you'd wake up, you'd eat a Quest bar, you'd have <laughs> you'd you'd have oatmeal, and you would have black coffee, and for some reason. You were going to the bathroom a lot, and you didn't understand why. So you went and talked to nutritionist. <laughs> every day, every day after your breakfast, you're like, man, I gotta go. Like, I don't know what's going on in here. And you went and talked to nutritionist, and she, they obviously explained it's because of your diet. But the funny thing is, is what was your major in undergrad? Uh, exercise science, so like right? Physiology. Was I feel like you should have been able to figure that one out. <laughs> I, I, I learned eventually. In my junior year, I had learned I was set. Yeah. Um, probiotics, and I was good to go. But I actually, I learned that lesson twice in my life. So I don't know. I don't. I don't eat Quest bars anymore for this very reason. They're so but, good, though. And my 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 uh, one of my best friends and roommates, uh, Hunter, will tell you some pretty funny stories about the Quest bars. But um, we should get them as a sponsor. Oh, for sure. Um, but maybe not after this conversation. Probably but not. I don't know if people know this. I don't. I don't know if it's changed because I, I haven't had them in so long. But they used to have on the back. Have, it was like depending on what flavor you got. It was fifty to sixty percent of your daily recommended fiber <laughs> amount. So think think about this. And 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 at the time I, I'm making this a staple in my morning diet. I didn't know anything about it. I just thought it was really good and tastes fine. <clears throat> but I'm so I, in one sitting I'm having something that has fifty to sixty percent of my daily recommended fiber. I'm having I'm having oatmeal, which also has a lot of fiber. And on top of that, I'm throwing black coffee on diuretic. Top. It's like, it's dude like like 
those morning, those like first morning poops, like I'm feeling good first day. Like it's like I'm getting like a juice cleanse every single morning. So like I'm good, dude. Like I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah, all, all these people doing these juice cleanses, you should just tell them like, no, just do the Miles Fowler breakfast. Dude, it's all you need. You just get a Quest bar and a good cup of coffee, and you're set, dude. Like, yeah. Your entire microbiome in your gut's gonna be fresh after that. Like you're oh, good. Man. <laughs> like, so like funny. Rough, like rough night, long night. Just pop a quest bar and <laughs> And uh, actually, actually, no, that, that was the second time I, I had learned that lesson um, about like about fiber and stuff. Because um, back I had the same issues back in in high school, and um, and my, my pediatrician at the time was kind of like, "What are you What are you eating um, throughout the day?" Let's do a little analysis of your diet. And I loved Quaker Chewy bars. Okay? Oh yeah, those are classics. Yeah, they're they're really good. Yeah. Um, but they're you know they're a granola bar and they, they have a I don't know the number of it or yeah the exact numbers but they they have a pretty significant amount of fiber in them as well. Yeah. But I wasn't just like I wasn't just eating one of them with my lunch. I was having like two to four in one because I would be so hungry. I'm just downing these. Well, they're tiny. They're small. Like it's a they, little they snack. Yeah, they are small. Yeah. And then I would get to cross country practice in the afternoon and be like. Why? Why was my stomach so messed up? And I've eaten four Quaker Chewy bars before this, and it's kind of like, you are an idiot. Like, my doctor's like, yeah, there's your problem right there. You're an idiot. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, I I had my own experience with fiber. I um, You know this because you saw me do it a lot at Queens, where uh, we'll get back to that, but it's a school Miles and I went to for college. And um, There's another name drop. Yeah, one, the first school I went to. <laughs> but, but uh you know i love dry cereal yeah i love it and um so i was eating it huh so weird i don't think i've ever really sat and thought about how weird that actually is just eating dry cereal oh caitlin thinks it's so weird but oh you should know that i've started drink eating it with milk now and uh game changer what kind of milk almond almond ah see that's that's okay i i I can respect almond milk but i can't mess with the dairy no, 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 no. Yeah. Not regular. You gotta move on to the oat milk. Oh, I haven't tried that one yet. That's that's you're gonna love it. If you like almond milk, you'll love oat milk. That's like like oat. There's oat milk, and there's everything else. Like it just doesn't. It doesn't. Okay, matter. okay. Uh, maybe nice. maybe I'll get some and I'll drink it on this uh on this next episode. You'll like it, yeah. You can. And I'll give my first reaction to it on air. We can do uh, we can do little segments where it's just like us for five minutes eating our breakfast, talking about what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> Weird dreams we have. Yeah. Oh, I have weird <laughs> dreams. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I discovered the cereal Fiber One, and oh my god, dude, I didn't really think about it. And first of all, it's delicious. It's really, really good, and it's great for eating dry. But uh, I was gassy, and I was talking to my mom, and she was like, "Yeah, those are made for like old people who can't go to the bathroom. No wonder it's making you gassy." Um. So I don't eat fiber you, one anymore. You you love um you you do you still like apples? I remember that you dude you would always be eating an apple and dude apples have a lot of fiber in them too. Love apples, yeah. love them. Caitlin's mom actually was she's in New York right now and they went apple picking and she sent Caitlin a box of them. I've already eaten like two or three of them. Oh yeah, I started I started eating one apple every night. That's like my yeah my fruit day now. Is that your dessert? 
Yeah, kind of. I, That's I, not I, my I dessert. Have, I keep it balanced. So I have an apple with some M&Ms. You know, it's pretty oh, okay. <laughs> one apple and a whole bag of M&Ms. <laughs> 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 yeah, one, one apple and like a family-sized bag. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I had an apple. It's healthy. Dude, it's all about balance, man. It's all about <laughs> <laughs> hey, if they weigh the same, it's all the same, right? Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, that's the scale. Um, but yeah, so let's get back to back to Queens. We can we can tell everyone a little bit about how we met, oh, about how we met, and uh, how we became friends, and um, what led us to to this. I guess, yeah. So uh, I'll start off by saying, yes, yeah. um, I'm gonna get a little sentimental here. Right. Um, I think genuinely think you're probably after after we first introduced ourselves to each other i've never been on the same like wavelength with someone yeah. as, as i was when me and you met oh me like, too because we're just like wait we're, we're pretty different in a lot of ways yeah like we just click on like another level and yeah it's pretty, pretty fun we also for those who don't know we have the same birthday which is a fun fact oh, yeah that's yeah that's true same so that helped um <laughs> Um, but yeah, we, uh, the first time I met you, okay. So a little background. So miles just graduated from Queens university of Charlotte where he competed as a collegiate triathlete. He was there all four years. He had a really good career, like as an undergraduate athlete, did a really great job, wicked athlete, really good biker. Um, and my freshman year, I went there to Queens to be on the triathlon team too, because at the time I thought it's what I wanted to do. <laughs> um, it was like your flavor of the month. <laughs> that was my that was my flavor of the month. Um, but so I didn't end up staying there for that long. But I first met Miles because like on the second day we were there, our coach was like, "All right, so you guys are gonna go for a group ride," and I was like, "Huh?" Because I hadn't really done those in a long time, and it was with a bunch of people I never met before. <clears throat> and Miles, being where well, you were a junior, right? I was a junior, yeah. You were, yeah, so you're, right, so you were the junior, so you were pretty much like the captain of the team, and you were leading that group ride on the first day, and I could tell you where we were standing, right next to the Levine Center in front of it, um, is when I met you, and your first comment to me, I'll never forget this, oh, you're that surf photography guy, (laughs) (laughs) and I was like, I didn't really know what to say, because like, I was like, yeah, that's kind of true. Um, cause that's what I was really focusing on. Like right before I got to Queens was like surf photography. And I was like, yeah, that's me. And you're like, your pictures are really cool. I was like, thanks. And you, <clears throat> you also like talked in a deeper voice. Like you dropped it down a few octaves. Um, cause I think you're trying to like intimidate the young, you're like, Oh yeah, no, no. I, I noticed that, um, I don't, I don't do it intentionally. Yeah. But, um, I, I worked, um, with, with my job that summer. Uh, my other coworkers pointed it out to me whenever we would like be dealing with um, like other people, or I would have like a yeah. customer service. It's like my it's like my customer service voice. It's like that, scary though. It like goes like deeper. It it, it freaked me out a little bit. Yeah, I had to, you know, yeah, I had to jump on you. Um, yeah, you establish dominance. Um, yeah, and you did it on the ride too, because I, I I died, yeah. but <laughs> no, yeah. The one thing I remember is uh, I remember on that ride is you you invited. Um, a bunch of the girls that come along with me. Big mistake. Big mistake. And you were all new. You were all new. So, yeah. And you were all, like, everybody, it was me and a, a bunch of, like, the new freshmen. And right. I remember, like, one girl didn't eat breakfast. Nope. One girl, one girl only brought one water. <laughs> and, 
and it's like I mean we're we're in we're in the south and it's August and yeah. it's it's a hundred degrees outside and we're going on like a two hour bike ride and and it's hilly for those you don't know it's hilly in Charlotte yeah it is it's very rolling well hillier than Florida yeah we are way different than Florida yeah and I just remember I remember thinking to myself like man like I'm charged out here these people don't know where they are and I have to lead them and I just remember like having to stop and wait oh yeah. I felt I felt so bad. Um, one, the one girl um, that had only brought like one water bottle and she's dying. I remember just aggressively taking her water bottle and just taking like one of mine and dumping it into hers. But I, I yeah. did it in like a super aggressive, like super intense, like me kind of way. Oh yeah. I, I felt like really bad about it. <laughs> Dude, that was. Everybody thought I was super intense, but you know, the, yeah. the more you get to know me, I guess I'm, I'm not as intense as I turn up or as I seem. No, yeah, that I could tell you where we were. We were at the top of a hill when that happened, and yeah, <laughs> yeah and we had like a good bit left. Like that was a that was a lot longer of a ride than I thought it was going to be. And the reason I invited the girls is because I didn't know anyone else, and I didn't want to be the only one, the only new one. Um, oh yeah, but you're but you're also like super extroverted, so like it's like it's like the most you thing ever to just in, invite everybody. I don't think I'm extrovert though. Like I, uh, I, I like. I but like I'm social and like I like talking with people and like I'll I'll walk up to like a random person like no problem, um, but like if I go like out to like a a party or like a social event or whatever like I leave and I'm exhausted, like I just like crash and I feel I think that's like that true definition of like an extrovert versus an introvert like an extrovert leaves like an event or like social thing like amped up and like ready for more and like is energized whereas an introvert leaves like exhausted and like it drains them and like i think you can still you can be an introvert while still being an outgoing person do you know what i mean yeah no i i i get what you mean but i i think like i think maybe sometimes you you use so much of your energy to like talk to people or like to have a good time and stuff and yeah that's, that's a good point too actually yeah but it, but it definitely it definitely makes like, it doesn't surprise me at all now that I, i've known you for a few years that you you invited everybody on the yeah. just not knowing you know yeah um but i will say this i it, it was a lot of i'm definitely glad i went to queens and for those who do, i was only there for a semester <laughs> um yeah. i can like it was a very fun semester we had a really good time and like i truly enjoyed being there and like i made a lot of good friends and like um it was i'm really grateful for like the time i spent there because i was away from like from florida and my family and like it was good and i like i i feel like i grew up a lot in that semester um and talk, talk to um talk to me about was what were you what were your expectations coming in to to queens and being on being on the team and what was kind of the first moment where you're like uh oh like reality check this isn't like what I thought it was going to be. Oh yeah. Okay. So when I first was getting like talking to the coach and stuff, like I kind of oh, was, and I, and I, yeah, so sorry to interrupt, but I, I don't mean that like in a bad way. No. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, I mean, like, Oh, this was terrible. Like, no, 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 no. It was just different than what I expected. Like it definitely wasn't bad. It was just very, very different. Cause like one thing was going in, I thought it was more like personalized, like, coaching kinda but as you know like it's a more generalized training program and it only worked for so many it didn't work for everyone and 
I think like it didn't work as well for me and like I think that was part of the the problem but um it was also definitely more like the training was more like individual than it was like we did a lot more individual training than group training wouldn't you say yeah, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of hard to you know have schedule yeah and you know accommodate everybody you know when we have yeah. like, one coach but um, that's, right. that's like a conversation for like another time but I, I yeah guess, like, I meant like like like, did you come in with expectations thinking that you were gonna like kind of like light it up as a freshman? And you, Dude, I thought I was hot like, shit. And you were like, you got there and it was like, oh no, I'm bottom of the totem pole. Like these guys oh, are like- Oh, 100%. <laughs> it was a huge like, oh my gosh. It was so, okay. I, I, I can tell you exactly the moment that I knew I was not hot shit. It's we were, okay. We were in an elevator, my parents, and then another the one elevator. of the- yeah, we were in the Levine Center, and we were going somewhere. We were looking at the bike room, whatever, with another freshman guy and his parents, and they asked um, me, like, oh, how long has Wilson been doing triathlons? And we were like, oh, like, a couple years. Like, he just did them during the summer. It was like, cross-training for rowing because that was, like, his main sport. And then we were like, oh, how long has he been doing it? And they're like, oh, 12 years. <laughs> and he was like, wait, what? And... So that was like immediately I was like, oh, crap. And then when I like kept talking with other people, I was like, oh, the majority of other people have been doing it at least five years. And I was like, so people are already like the majority already doubled what I had done. And it was more so their focus during the year than ever was mine because like my focus was rowing. So instantly I was like, oh, man, I'm screwed. And I went to dinner with my parents that night. We went to uh, Cowfish. Um, if anyone ever visits Charlotte, check out Cowfish. It's uh, delicious. Um, they have really good sushi and like burgers there. But um, what's the name? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I remember sitting there that night and talking to them and being like, "I'm screwed. Like this is <laughs> like." Uh, so that's, so that's that's what made you realize is like the when people talk about how long they've been doing. Yeah. It, it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a doing a workout and being like. I'm getting my ass kicked. <laughs> yeah, dude, it started from without even working out. That's how bad it was. <laughs> it started before you even had been your first practice. <laughs> yeah, that's like how bad it was. Like how quickly I realized, oh, I'm screwed. Um, and then, I mean, it got that got doubled when we did a pool workout. Because first of all, like I had just come off of rowing season. And for rowing, like I bulked up and like was kind of like a bigger – I had to be like a bigger guy to do well. So I wasn't like this lean – like triathlete looking guy or whatever so we show up to the pool deck and everyone has to wear speedos pretty much like it's weird if you don't wear a speedo and it's, it's not like a rule but like kind of is like in a in, a, in like a bantering kind of way like right if you like jammers or something longer than a speedo people kind of like mess with you and stuff but it's like right a, yeah so like i'm already like feeling like insecure and then like we have to go out there and like we're like hanging around the pool deck in front of the girls team too and like all of that stuff and i was like oh crap of course um but so that was like and then dude the swim workout i mean the first one wasn't even easy like they went right into like just like let's murder these kids oh dude like I, that's one thing i do not miss now being oh. on the other side of it I yeah i do not miss those swim workouts dude like i do not miss them at all dude they were so bad they suck the life out of me literally yeah. Yeah. no here's what happened i would have swim practice and then i would have to go to my um public speaking class and 
I would leave and I wouldn't have time to shower or anything, so I'd have to go right from practice to the public speaking class. And I would show up with like chlorine hair, my eyes are bloodshot red, like I'm like I'm super the life of a college triathlete yeah dude i look high like because i'm so out of it yeah. and just like dead and i'm having to like deliver speeches um so that was just the swim practice was definitely the hardest part of the training for me like yeah, without a doubt sure. um for sure but i mean to, okay to be fair that you you were a freshman the year that we won the national title yeah so and, and it was and it was like a record breaking men's performance. So, yeah, I mean, you, you were a freshman coming into historically the fastest I, team. I, I, yeah, the best team that has ever been assembled in, in right. the collegiate sport. Right, like it's not even. And I'm not even saying that just because yeah, it was my team. It was like the most points were scored in right. winning that national title. Like it was like like I was a I was a part of the most competitive team that Queens had had seen up to that point. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Like, so the fastest like, people in the water, on the bike, on the runs, like, that's what I was training with. Yeah, and that's, that's kind of, like, what, what we experience is, like, everybody kind of comes comes to the program having been, like, the big fish or, like, the big yeah, club, like, wherever they're from, and then you get, like, onto the team, and you're, it's, it's pretty humbling, like, pretty quickly. Oh, so humbling, so fast, and, like... Yeah, but it's, it's, not, def- it's like, one, but it's not, like... I wouldn't say it might seem super serious at first. But yeah. Just like everybody's like warmed up and stuff. Like, yeah. It's like like we always have a good time like during the workouts. Like I think that was like one of my favorite things is like we might like be doing cranking out like a super hard swim workout, but it's like when we're on the wall, it's just like funny. People are joking yeah. around because I mean that's just how you get through it. It's that that bantering and that bond and that that brotherhood that just kind of gets you through it, you know. No, definitely that's true. And um, my favorite part of the swim workouts though uh was when they were over <laughs> like when they when they were like all right cool down and i milked that cool down like nobody's business it was the best thing ever um dude i remember i was like doing dolphin dives like i would just be so happy that the, the practice was over um but uh what, what just happened to me for the last hour <laughs> yeah like yeah having like an out-of-body experience and then dude the worst thing would be like I would get out of the pool, I'd dry off, and I'd look over, and there would be some guys still doing more workouts, because it just like wasn't enough, and I was just like, dude, I just can't get there. I, I can't get there with this equipment. Like, Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, but those guys, yeah, those were like the national champions, the, the animals, but uh, yeah, but I don't know. I'm glad I went. It was a good experience, and that was so that was the first school. The second was a, uh, I was going to maybe transfer to University of Florida, so I did Santa Fe, which is like online, and then I realized I didn't want to do that, Then I just transferred to UNF, and now I'm here in Jacksonville. So, yeah. The journey continues. Yeah, full circle. <laughs> but you're in grad school now through Queens, right? Yeah. So what's, yeah, what are you, what are you getting your master's in? I'm getting my master's in business administration. Right, so right. My MBA. How's that going? Okay. With like virtual. Oh, that's okay. Oh, the virtual learning. Yeah. Just, I mean, I feel like I speak for every student across the board from kindergarten. Yeah. In the grad school across the nation, and saying online school is it's just not the same. It, yeah. It, just, it sucks. It's just terrible. Dude, like I, I definitely don't feel like I'm learning as much. Yeah, because I mean, you're doing the same thing, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's just. I don't know. I think 
there's such a novelty and there's just like the essence of going to class and yeah. having those conversations in person and, and having, you know, a lot of these professors, I mean, God bless them, but they're older and stuff and technology is not really their forte. And yeah. So, like, and they're not trained for this, you know, like this isn't something oh, yeah, they signed sure. up for. Like you can't blame I mean, them. Yeah. I mean, it, it's great how quickly places like this have been able to adapt, but yeah. at the same time, it, it's, it's not the same quality of education as it would be if we were just all in person in a classroom and I, yeah. I think everyone kind of knows that but yeah. it's basically like it's basically you show up to the zoom class for however long it is and then it's almost i would say you have to do three times the amount of studying as you normally would yeah to, definitely like yeah. help teach yourself like the subject so yeah. i mean it's, it's definitely different but also it's on kind of like a more positive note it is interesting to kind of switch you know because my undergrad is very sciencey and then to switch into business and stuff is kind of, I mean, it's kind of refreshing to study kind of like a whole new subject and truly be a student again in an area that like I don't know much about. So that's, yeah. that's kind of nice. I, kind of, I enjoyed that novelty aspect of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of, I don't think my experience is very unique in the fact that, you know, I, I hate the online aspect of it. I wish, right. I wish it was in person. Yeah, like <clears throat> all my classes are online and, uh, it's not too bad. My major, you know, you know, is journalism and uh, multimedia, like communications, which isn't too bad. It's a lot of writing, um, so I'm constantly having to do papers and discussions and all of that stuff. But uh, which isn't hard to do virtually. Like it's not like I'm having to sit in like a science class and like try to learn that. So it's not as bad. Um, oh, I can't, I can't imagine having to do some sort of lab. Oh yeah, or, or yeah. being like a being a chemistry major and having to do your right. labs or like something that's pre-med where you have to do the in-person stuff and figure yeah. all that out. And yeah, that would. I'm glad I, I'm out of the science realm for this duration of time. Yeah, well, a lot of people like uh, kids in high school who are seniors this year. There's a lot. There's a lot bigger number of them who are not going to college right now. Like they're waiting because of like COVID and stuff. Oh, I, I would 100%. Yeah. Like, I, I would wait for sure. Because it's, it's, it's not the same. And, I mean, basically... You it's like a waste of money. Through, yeah, and sending your kid to a big state school right now... Yeah. It's just, I mean, it's just asking for, you know, bad news, I, I would think. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't know. It's crazy what has happened, but it's so funny. I see so many different types of people where I work, like, that come in every day and... To be honest, half of them are like, oh, can I take this mask off? Like, I hate it. Um, <laughs> um, probably more than half. No one likes the masks. But uh, it's interesting. They'll make some funny comments like, oh, the pandemic will be over November 4th or uh, just stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, I love getting those like old people in who are so opinionated and just like say whatever they want because they're, like, they're like, oh, I'm old. Screw it. Who cares? Um, but it is interesting. Wearing wearing a mask is something that I've just kind of accepted. That it's just you know it's yeah. just what we have to do. You know, yeah. like no matter no matter what you believe, it's just like it's not because it's not even a, a personal thing, really. It's yeah, it's to protect. Like if me and you are in a room together, and I'm like you wear a mask to protect me, and I wear a mask to protect you, right? And it's that's how it should be nationwide. It's about caring about each other, and that's kind of what a lot of people I feel lose sight of or have a selfishness to them. Of oh, I don't want to wear a mask. I don't want to inhale my CO two or this mask is BS. The government's lying to us. It's like you know, it's really not that hard for you to just put on a mask for the fifteen minutes you're going to the grocery store, yeah. right? 
or I mean, imagine think about the doctors and nurses that literally have to wear such a, an absurd yeah. amount of PPE all day long. Yeah. Every every time I I even have the thought of oh this mask is a little uncomfortable, I just think about them and I'm like oh I need to suck this up like yeah dude I'm being a wuss right now. Yeah, shout out to the all the healthcare workers and doctors and they're like they're doing a great job and doing the best they can. Um, 100%. Yeah, they have a tough job. My friend actually he uh. I'll give him a shout out, uh, Griffin Stenson. Um, he doesn't have he doesn't have an Instagram or anything, but uh, he's a friend of mine. He works at uh, he's pre med at UF and works at Shans as like a scribe. And uh, he said it's just craziness, like the with everything, and it's wild, like being in a hospital with it all going on. Oh yeah, several several of my friends are nurses, and what they go through is just brutal. Oh yeah, I bet they just, just yeah. The amount of PPE I've seen them have to put on is just insane. Yeah, like, I can't. I can't imagine. Like definitely, definitely the worst time to graduate from college and go into the medical field. Yeah. So, oh my gosh, that would be such a but bummer. God, I mean, dude, God bless them, dude. Power to them. Yeah. Sure. Man, crazy. Well, I mean, you just get to sit here and do a podcast and you know work out and yeah, like whatever. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, oh. Um, I think it's been kind of I guess I, I never thought this is this is the longest I've I've been home in the past four years of my life. Oh yeah. And, and it's I never thought I I would come back home for this duration of time. You know, right. it's like I, I was setting up with plans after undergrad and things like that and uh, didn't think I, I would be back home um, for sure. But it's definitely been very it's very it's a very humbling experience and kind of been like a blessing to just be back with my family and stuff yeah. and see how even my family's changed over the last few years, you know? And so it's just kind of, it's been a really interesting experience. Um, but yeah, I can't, I can't wait to go back though. I, yeah. I, I hope we get to go back to in-person stuff pretty soon. I do too. Oh, and, uh, I wanted to quickly, I want to talk about, I want to hear about your ride on Saturday. Let's, let's tell the people what you've been doing and, uh, uh yeah. okay. So, um, so I, I coach for a, uh, a private coaching company um, owned by my good friend uh, Eric, and um, it's called TSC Perform. Um, quick little shameless plug, um, and we do endurance coaching for you know triathletes, cyclists, runners, swimmers. You know, if, if you want to get into some endurance activity, um, come see us and we'll help you out. And um, are, are you doing virtual coaching? Like, can you can you do that? Like all that through 100%. online? Okay, like they don't have to like. They can just like tell you what you want and stuff, and you're good to go. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, and I and I can I can touch on that later, but um, yeah. But for for the month of from the entire month of October, we've been doing a, a charity challenge um, where we're trying to accumulate twenty five thousand total miles of endurance activity, um, and then raise twenty five hundred dollars for uh, the charity No Kid Hungry, which works to provide meals to children that are in need around mm-hmm. the country and. and um, it's kind of a pretty big issue right now that a lot of people, I don't know if a lot of people have thought about with school being not in person. Um, there's a lot of kids around the nation that aren't getting fed. Being, yeah, they're not getting breakfast and lunch yeah. like they normally would. Um, you know, a lot of people rely on those school lunches uh, to feed them while their parents are at work or just because of economic circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, and the No Kid Hungry estimates, estimates that it's it's one in four kids, which, you know, I was pretty astounded when I realized it was, you know, 25% of the kids across the U.S. You know? Right, that's crazy. I guess, you know, we're blessed to live in the U.S. and, you know, 
myself to not have those problems, but to realize that, yeah, we, we're in the United States and there are 25% of kids in this nation that have that problem and I wanted to help out. And um, they claim that one meal is 10 cents, so raising $2,500 is 25,000 meals. Um, and at the time we're recording this, um, we've raised $2,215. So that's wow. 2,150 meals uh, for kids. Uh, that's message. awesome. Congrats. So, yeah, I mean, when, yeah, thank you. Uh, when we started it, I, I didn't know uh, I didn't know what the reaction would be. I didn't know yeah. we might raise $500. We might raise, you know, 5000 I, I had no idea. Um, but we, we might be extending the challenge, so I don't know by the time anyone hears this if they can still uh, join, if it'll still be going on. Um, but uh, anyways, we'll include like, the link and stuff down in yeah. the description, whether it be on YouTube or Spotify or wherever yeah. um, you're listening or watching this. Um, but yeah, so this, this past Saturday, so I, I've been I've been putting in the work myself um, on the bike, riding pretty much every single day. I think I'm, I'm averaging around 60 miles a day um, for the whole month, really. Um, but this wow. Weekend, yeah, this, uh, this past weekend I rode, on Saturday I rode 200 miles. Uh, on my 200 bike. miles, everyone. Yeah, 200. It was actually, it was actually 205 um, oh. because at one, point, at one point I got a flat tire and forgot to restart my Garmin after, like for about three miles after that. Mm. But then also towards the end of the ride, you know, I, I, my entire ride time was just over 10 hours. So I spent 10 hours on a bike. Uh, Ouch! I, I got I got I got the uh, the low battery notification on my Garmin, and so I was like, I'm not about to lose this ride because the battery dies and it's like a race, you know. So like yeah. as soon as soon as it clicked up to 200 miles, stopped and saved it, and then I still had like a few a couple more miles to go till I was home. Yeah. But as soon as it got to 200, I stopped, took a picture of it, and saved it because nice. I was not going to lose that file. Yeah. <laughs> I was stressing. After I got that low battery notification, I, I was I was stressing. But for the ride itself, I can only describe it as some sort of like spiritual experience, like <laughs> just like the deep the deep dark depths of like my inner self were discovered on that ride, especially oh. like the last 30, 30 miles when it was just like there's nothing left in the tank, but I got to keep going because I'm so close, like. Like you really, you really find out a lot about yourself on a, on a bike ride that long. That's a man maker. Um, that that ride is a man maker, <laughs> or or yeah. a man destroyer. Actually, being on a seat that long, who knows? Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, I guess it's it's kind of weird to say, but I I didn't feel physically good the entire pretty much the entire ride was like a struggle. But that's kind of yeah. that's kind of exactly what I wanted it to be. Yeah. I didn't want it. I didn't want it to be easy per se, and I and not that any any part about riding 200 miles would be easy, but like I, I had trained for it pretty well. Um, yeah. Like the week the, the week beforehand, I had done a seven hour ride and gone 135 miles, and I felt really good that day, so I knew that I could make it um, longer. But like from the first hour, I knew it was going to be a very long day, and I knew I yeah. was going to have to go through a very you know, dark place uh, to pull out that motivation on, on the back half. Bring out um, your uh, inner David Goggins. Dude, I, I, ha I had to go there. I had to, you know, there was definitely moments where, um, you know, like when, when I'm in the hole like that and like having to pull myself out of it, it doesn't, like little inspirational quotes or like listening to like, yeah. music doesn't, it doesn't, that's not what gets me through it. What gets me through it is like, to tell myself to like stop like to stop being a bitch like yeah. I'm really like all right I was like you being a 
bitch right now. Like, suck it up and get it done. Like, like you yeah. did this. You asked for this. Like, like, you are doing this for yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is entire, This is all on you. Like, at, at that point, like, at 170 miles, I was like, all right, like, this is all up to you. Like, you told everyone you were doing this. Like, so be a yeah. man and grow a set and get it done. And it's like, that's that's kind of, that, that's what motivates me when I'm out in the hole uh, like that. But, yeah, I mean, for the last 30 miles, I was I was on another planet. Like Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like, I bet there's, there's not a single like drug on this earth that could put you where I this in the like mentally where I was <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's so yeah, funny. But I, but I got it done. But the the, the coolest part or my favorite part was like the first hour. Um, yeah. Cuz I have like I I love my family to death. I have a, an awesome family and, and my dad was willing to wake up before 6 a.m. on a Saturday to uh, to drive the car behind me. So I had light. Wow. Um, and, and he did that for an hour until the sun came up. Oh, my gosh. Um, so, like for the, so for the first hour, I was just out there like in the dark. And it was it was one of the coolest experiences of my life to be riding my bike in the dark and just like still have like the sounds of night like on a ride. That was, yeah. that was really cool. I bet. And That's I wild. To, I, watched, I watched the sunrise and the sunset all in one ride, which is also Wow. Really cool. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. But, but dude, I... I'm feeling it today. Like I, I was wondering when you're gonna feel it. Yeah. I feel so horrible. I mean, yesterday I felt pretty bad, but yesterday was like, I would say yesterday and today are two different types of fatigue. Like yesterday was like, it was like a full body hangover. Like yeah. Like like I even I had like a little bit of a headache and just like my entire body was just like done. Like yeah. Dead. And like like I was like super hungry, but I didn't want to eat. Like, I, I didn't want to eat a lot because my stomach was so like jarred and messed up from like all the all the junk that I had eaten throughout that ride, and uh, so like yesterday it was kind of like a full body fatigue and just like tiredness. Like I think I slept, I probably slept ten to eleven hours. Jeez. The, the night after that ride, like it was literally one of those nights where like my head hit the pillow and I was just out. Dang. And uh, but today is more like my legs are like super fatigued. Like my body and head feel fine, but my legs are just like, oh my god. <laughs> like, like if I asked you if you could do like fifty jump squats, do you think you could do it? Fifty jump squats? I, I yeah, I mean I could probably do it just because I'm, yeah, I'm, when I I'm kind of competitive. I was like, oh, I'm not gonna not do it. Like if I right. start it, I'm finish it. But that's not something I have like a desire to do right now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Like, like today, like yesterday was probably like, I've gotten on the bike every single day for in October for the challenge. And yeah. yesterday was my, yesterday was my shortest ride followed by the longest ride. It was like, it was like almost 23 miles, but I just like, there was nothing in the tank. Like I was like, I was like, I can't go like any further. Yeah. And, and when you get, and when you get super fatigued like that, um, your heart rate is like super low and like my heart rate on that ride yesterday like I usually for like a super aerobic easy ride, I probably average between 130 and 140. Uh huh. And my average my average heart rate riding yesterday was 112. Oh and wow. My heart rate was just super low. Yeah, and, and that's really low for me. Like I'm like, my resting heart rate this morning was probably like in the mid 40s. Wow. And just, just super low. So yeah, so like I'm pretty I'm pretty fatigued. Dude, I like I was just thinking I was like, oh, that'd be fun if we did like challenges or something. But like I'd honestly be like afraid to do an athletic challenge like against you. Cause like you're just too fit. They wouldn't be. <laughs> Dude, no, I think we thanks thanks for saying that. But I think I think we would kill each other. Like I think we would if we did some sort of like competitive challenge. Yeah, like a two week challenge or something. Like who can do the most push ups in two weeks or whatever. 
Oh, I, th- I think we would injure ourselves. Yeah, I, I think I would definitely oh, break something. That's that's another like little challenge I did during uh, during quarantine. It's like you know, as, as a triathlete, you know, you're yeah. swimming. But, like we're not we're not known for our huge upper bodies, right? Right. Besides, you know, which is good from swimming. And um, I, I started doing uh, push-ups every day. Yeah. And I and I started out with 40, 40 push-ups a day, which was which was a lot for me at the time. And like yeah. now I'm up to like one fifty. Jeez. Like over the, over the span of two months, but like I I've, I've been kind of slacking lately. Like I like I like I'll, I'll admit right now on the day I did 200 miles on the bike, I, I did not get in my daily push-ups. I would hope not. <laughs> that was <laughs> yeah. Yeah. no. You should have done you know 200 push-ups, uh, the 200 miles. You know. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Get off and run. <laughs> <laughs> not oh God. I literally, I told, I, I told my family, or I told, I texted my dad like halfway through the ride because he just texted me to like ask how I was doing, and I said, uh, I was not doing well, uh, but I, I was so curious to like get to the 100 mile mark and be like, wow, I have to go 100 more miles. I, yeah. I wanted to know what my mindset would be like, and I told my dad, I was like, I might get to 200 miles and just sit down wherever I am and have somebody come get me. Yeah. <laughs> I might not make it back home. I would have done that definitely. Yeah, I yeah, I, I would say like. Like the last hundred miles, the second half of the ride, like I don't think my body ever got more fatigued. It just yeah. seemed like a constant like level of like fatigue, and then I just like was like running low on energy. Yeah. But the thing, the thing is, is like I I I, need, I knew I needed to eat to fuel myself, but I didn't want to eat. Right. Like I right. didn't want to like. I was so sick of eating on the bike or drinking like sports drink that I just like like water never tasted so good. Mm. Interesting. Like later on the road, but yeah, it was quite the experience. And now, for the rest of my life, I can say during the global pandemic of 2020, I rode yeah. a bicycle 200 miles to raise money for children that need it. Yeah. What's the What's the um, name of the charity? Or just one more time, TST is the. So um, the well, the challenge is called the TST Perform Global Sur- Global Circumference Charity Challenge. Okay. And um, yeah, it's by TST Perform. That's. Um, my good friend Eric and I's coaching business. He, yep. He's the owner. And he asked me to coach alongside him, and, and I said 100. Like I'm down to do it. Um, yeah. And that's kind of like the dream of ours. Um, so yeah, everybody, anybody can reach out on tscperform.com. Uh, reach out to us if you want to coach and some training or you yeah. want advice or things like that. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll put down the links to join the challenges yeah. and donate and things like that. Um, if if by the time people are hearing this, it's it's still up and running. We it's Eric and I talked the other day about kind of extending it. Just because we want to, we want to hit the goals. Uh, we want to hit all the numbers and stuff. And it's kind of, it's like our challenge. So we make the rules. So we want to do the rules. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> like this is our podcast. You know, we can say what we want. hundred percent. Like, yeah. Pivot and we could. I don't know. Talk about anything and everything. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking about the other day. I was like, wow. Like, I could say anything we want. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's a pretty solid first uh, episode. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, it was good. It was kind of it was kind of all over the place, but honestly, that's kind of that's what I expected us to be. Yeah, <laughs> we talk anyways. Yeah, so uh, thank you all for listening. Um, we're gonna we're trying we're gonna try to do like one long episode a week once a week, right? Um, yeah, maybe some like shorter stuff where we actually have like a talking point. Right, in those in those shorter episodes, those would be great opportunities for you guys to send in topic ideas or something you want us to talk about just to see our opinion and like our point of view on something i mean it can be really anything and that's where we can really dive into those specific oh, topics and, uh, 
Yeah, on, on that note, I'll go ahead and, like, this is, like, in my notes when I was writing down this idea. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, some, some ideas of the stuff I thought we could do. Um, kind of, like, hard hard takes. Right. We have, like, we talk about, like, controversial opinions that we have. Sure. And uh, explain those. That could be pretty fun. Um, so we could do the flavor of the month where yeah. every single month you and I have some sort of, like, challenge or there's, like, a we pick a new subject that we try to, like, learn about and become experts in. Yes. Like, where we, like... Like teach ourselves how to juggle something or something. I don't know, something Ooh, like that. I like that. That's uh, good. Yeah, and then um, like a, a question answering segment where like we can get people to ask us questions like on like, yeah. uh, Instagram or whatever. Yeah. Um, we can do uh, fun facts where we spit out our favorite fun facts. Sure. <laughs> or we'll have like a, a, a weekly knock knock joke that we tell on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, we can talk about. Um, have like a segment throughout the week where we can talk about like what we're grateful for, like kind of like blessings that are going on in our life. Yeah. Kind of like some new perspective on life. Um, and then stuff like, oh, like what's one new thing you learned like in this past week, whether yeah. it's just like in life or in class or something. I don't know, just some stuff that might be interesting. To no, I like about. that. That's good. Yeah, like I know I like personally, I like a variety of things to talk about. And, yeah. And you know, our listeners do as well. Yeah. Um, so you guys heard it here first. Um, we're going to put the description of that charity and uh, this is going to go up on YouTube, um, so you can watch us talk if you want to. Um, or it's just going to be on Spotify, and you can listen to us talk. Um, but we're going to put that description of that stuff. We'll put Miles' Instagram, my Instagram, and uh, the charity link down in the description below. But uh, I'm excited about this. I think it's going to be fun, and uh, I can't wait to see where it uh, where it goes. Oh, it's definitely going to be a great time. And uh, if yeah. anyone's made it this far, listen to us kind of ramble on and have a few laughs uh, yeah thank you for being here thanks for listening and uh, we hope there's many more to come yeah thank you guys all right we'll uh see you next week <laughs> or uh, we won't see you next week but you'll hear us next week <laughs> <laughs> all right nice, nice. <laughs> peace, peace.